Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Let's go to Dr. Grant Morris now, our regular uh, history buff, history expert. Hi there, Grant. Hi, Jesse. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. And I love this topic. Um, In fact, I meant to ask you, I I heard from the people at... um, well, you tell me what the topic is, and then I've got a quiz question for you. Okay. So the topic is uh, this, a phrase that uh, Winston Peters uh, has been using a lot in his speeches over the last year, both pre- and post-election, and it's where he's talking about the Treaty of Waitangi or, or some similar issue, and he references three famous historical figures, uh, Ngata, Pumari, and Buck. And so... And, and, and he's done it again and again. So I was trying to give some context to why he might be doing that. Yes, thank you. And Ellen uh, heard your um, your interview promoed this afternoon. Uh, she says, and Ellen works at the uh, Heritage New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says, here's a quiz question. All three of those Māori members of parliament that Grant mentions have their portraits along one wall of... Matangirea, the former Māori Affairs Committee room, but there are four portraits on the wall in total. Who is in the fourth portrait? Any ideas? Is it um, James Cale? Well, I would love to know, but I, she did not supply me with the answer, okay. so uh, I'll see if I can <laughs> yeah. find out for you. In the meantime, it sounds like a pretty good guess. When and why is Winston Peters using this historic trio? Yeah, so this phrase, as I said, it's something that that Winston Peters has been doing a lot over the last year. And it's not cherry-picking historical figures to to suit an agenda. It is actually a group of men who were closely aligned and had a lot in common and were arguing in many ways similar similar philosophies. Uh, All three men, so we're talking about uh, Sir Parananata, Sir Maui uh, Pomare and uh, Sir Peter Bach, also known as Te Rangi Hiroa. And they all went to the same school, Te Aote College, uh, under the headmaster John Thornton. Uh, They all played a role in politics. They were all professional men. And they were known or were part of what was known as the Young Māori Party, which wasn't a political party as such, mm. but was a, a, a grouping of young Māori um, politicians uh, who were you know, set to, to uh, make reforms in, in a particular way. So... Uh, to use three, and sometimes Winston Peters will also add on Carol as well as the fourth one, but generally he, he, he references the three that we're talking about today. And as I said, they all played a role in politics, but not for the Labour movement. So we're so used to in New Zealand identifying uh, historical Māori political leaders with the Māori seats and with the Labour Party. But these three men uh, were before 1935, and Nathar and, and, um, in particular carried on after 1935. But they were um, on the, you could say, on the opposite side. But Labour wasn't, um, you know, we had a different sort of set up of political parties at that stage, so yeah, Liberal Party and Reform Party. 
Yeah, and um, you know, people talk a lot about how we don't learn enough New Zealand history. I actually particularly remember in School C history learning about these three men, mm. even mm. if not in a massive amount of depth, but they were famous names for me by the time I'd left school. Um, don't test me on it now, though, Grant. Who was Aperanangata? Yeah, so this uh, surfer Ananata was probably the most famous of the three, and you know he's on the fifty dollar note, uh, and he's someone who is often referred to. So he was arguably the most famous Māori leader of the twentieth century, but definitely arguable. But I'd put that argument forth, and he was prominent in so many different areas: politics, land reform, cultural revival, war mobilisation. He was Minister of Native Affairs. Uh, he was the first Māori to gain a degree. He also was a a lawyer, so he was you know, a huge, a huge figure in our history. But he was also a figure who was able to uh, thrive uh, in both worlds, in Māori and Pākehā, and to do so effectively. Um, and as we'll find with the with the next two figures as well, um, when we look back on that. Um, on one hand, you know, you could you can celebrate um, you know what to, what a success Nata made of that, but to some people, I suppose it could also be seen like selling out in the sense that um, Nata and um, both Pomari and Buck were willing to engage and really take on European ways of doing things uh, in, a, in an attempt to improve the uh, welfare and, and uh, life of Māori. Okay, thank you. And then how about Sir Maui Pomare? Mm. So with um, Maui Pomare and Peter Buck, both were doctors by, by background. So you know, these are professional men, Ngata, a lawyer, and Pomare and Buck, doctors. So um, an expert in medical science. And, and this is an interesting one because... Um, he was someone who, who saw the potential of European medical science and how it could improve life for Māori, but that was going to bring him into a clash with traditional ways of doing things as well. And all three men did have clashes with particularly older uh, leaders, Māori leaders, of, of how to do things and how much Europeanisation, I suppose, to use in doing so. Uh, Grant Morris, our regular historian, um, and now to Sir Peter Buck. Yeah, so another doctor, uh, and very much a Renaissance man as well, because while um, Peter Buck started as a doctor, he actually ended up as the uh, famous uh, anthropologist and the uh, leader of the Bishop Museum in Hawaii. So another very famous figure in in New Zealand, but all three men shared something in particular in common. This is why Winston Peters is referencing them. They were leaders which they were, while still very much grounded in te ao Māori and Māori world, they argued that the adoption of European ways of doing things had big advantages um, and that this was a way to, to, you know, one way to improve life for Māori. So in, in, the, in that sense, Winston Peters is saying, look, you know, um, these are figures who, who argued that we can do things within, if you like, um, the, the, the traditional New Zealand political construct, um, rather than having to, to separate out and do things separately. Um, so, and you can see in the, in the differences in the speeches, say, between Winston Peters and Shane Jones at the moment, on one hand, and uh, Wadari uh, Waititi and Debbie Ngariwa Packer on the other side, they're arguing different things and they're referencing different um, historical leaders as well. Yeah, so why this topic today, Gran, and, and what can we learn from this historical analysis? 
I think it just it gives background to why uh, this political figure, Winston Peters, is, is citing these figures because they he is is agreeing to some extent with their philosophy, and it's a philosophy which, uh, as I argue, is different from from what we're hearing perhaps on the other side of the of Parliament at the moment. Um, and you know whether you call it a, a debate about separatism or the tinarangatira tangaro manamataki or however you 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 uh, categorize it um it's it's drawing on history to to support a particular way of, of thinking and and you know as far as i can um, find out uh, the party maori haven't cited these three leaders and i think there's probably a reason why they haven't Interesting. Thank you so much, Grant. Really appreciate your time today, as always. Cool. Thanks, Jesse. Dr. Grant Morris taking a closer look at the lives of Aperanangata, Maui Pomare, and Peter Buck. And yes, I have confirmation through from Heritage New Zealand that, in fact, Sir James Carroll is the fourth portrait in that room in Parliament. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.